Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strengths maven over at Isogo and isogostrong.com, where we know that relationships are hard. So let's make them easier with your strengths. And welcome to the Isogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on Isogo TV, we are fueling family connection and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. Today, you are joining us for episode 80, which is the first in our season four interview series all about using strengths. Here, leaders, coaches, parents, spouses, regular people are talking about what happens in their lives when they truly begin using and harnessing the strongest things about them in their work or their marriages or their parenting and beyond. Today's guest is Carrie Skalronski. Carrie has more than 20 years experience in corporate human resources and management development. And she founded a company called Leadology. And how cool is that name? I love that, Carrie. Where she excels at helping people step into their strengths, cultivate their talents, so they can become inspirational leaders who also really achieve goals and overcome challenges with confidence. Today though, Carrie opens up a fully different side of her life as she shares her personal journey and victory over cancer. And she gives us inspiring insight into how her strengths truly saved her life. So let's dive into this conversation with Carrie. All right. Hello, Carrie. How are you? Becky, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that we are sitting down together today. The only thing that would make this better is if we were like, Face to face in that little Brooklyn apartment of yours. With, right. with I know. Tea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tea, coffee, or in the afternoon we can have wine. Do you love I said afternoon and not evening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I think what is that? Two p.m. That we get? well, this is Friday for us. So actually. Anytime is fine, right? Summer Friday. So. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you and I um, got the chance to be become acquainted when our family lived in New York, and um, that's where you call home. And I just, I feel, I feel like it is has been a privilege and an honor to be able to get into your life and to see how your mind works. And I, you've certainly shared some of your brilliance with me um, mm -hmm. in terms of your facilitation and just the, your lens on the world. And we're going to be uh, course sharing more about that um, but I have been encouraged by you and I'm excited about the chance for other people to get to know um, who you are and um, how you breathe and uh, what you how your life has been impacted through your strengths so thanks for being willing to sit here so, so sweet and um, the feeling is definitely mutual I'm like I'm such a fangirl of yours watching uh -huh. you do all this online stuff and um, I don't do any of that for my business, but I learned so much. Um, even though our lives are very different, I learned very. so much <laughs> you're putting out there. <laughs> you know what? I lead with individualization. So I like opposite mm -hmm. attract is like such a, an energizing things from energizing thing for me, um, in all of my relationships. So yeah, um, yeah. Here we are. Awesome. Cool. Well, why don't you just, um, let's just get started by sharing a little bit about yourself. Like who you are, what's your situation like, what do you do for work, and then we'll go from there. Oh gosh, who am I? Um, well, 
big so question. I'm, actually, I know I'm in Brooklyn now, but I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. So I do have some of those Midwest hardworking sensibilities. Um, and I moved to New York 20 years ago. Wow. And um, it has definitely been home. I never turned back. Uh, my mom always said she blamed herself. The only way she can get me to stop crying in my playpen was to give me one of her Vogue magazines. <gasps> <laughs> So that, that led me to 20 years um, of a career retail before I stepped out to have, start my own business. So I worked in retail, I worked in retail stores, and then transitioned into learning and development mm. at my last company. Um, and really, that was my calling. And I stepped out to expand that and to be try to be relevant in multiple industries, not just retail and um, continue to learn and grow and get certified in things I was passionate about, like strengths and built my business from there. And I'm in my sixth year, sixth year. Yeah. Oh, so Just awesome. Okay. Yeah. You have to tell all of us, what were some of the retail places that you work for? Cause I think that some of them are just like so cool. <laughs> I did 10 years at the Gap. That was like the college job, right? That's like, so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I moved with Gap to New York. And um, then I had a short little fling with J. Crew for a year <laughs> and got recruited to, we decided to just be friends. <laughs> and then I got recruited to coach. And so I worked at coach for 10 years. And that's where I had my international career. Um, well, both Gap and coach um, did some field service training, training store managers, how to run their business um, in Japan. And that was such a precious experience. Just having that international career, culturally being immersed in the culture every single day. But also I was there at a time when, you know, women were entering their thirties and mid thirties and still not married and having kids and really wanted to focus on their career. And they were so educated. And so to have been a part of that and their wow. career, and potential uh, for three years was uh, beyond opening starting my own business it was by far one of the most precious experiences just because I learned so much too about myself wow wow that's awesome I feel like just that one little thing I could go off and like ask you a million questions and <laughs> so I'm gonna refrain but now I know next time this is what we're talking about okay. uh, <laughs> um, so when you think about some of the things that you've done recently what's something that you've you're most proud of? Gosh, recently something I'm most proud of. Um, well, I mean, I definitely, gosh, there's a couple of things. I mean, um, you know, I recently kind of hit a tipping point with, with my business where things started to expand and, um, I have this amazing support of, women we're called the hive i think that's you right know. yes love right. those ladies um, yes we're, we're a network of um coaches and facilitators consultants here in new york um and we i recently went on a, a two-week sicilian road trip uh, and to keep things going with my business one of my clients had a big learning event that was going on for three days and I had four amazing women from the hive able to step in wow. with my content and um, get in there and deliver to this amazing, really important client. Um, and so I had not done that before. And to yeah. me, I was like, okay, like this is it. If you really want to grow, right. <laughs> you've got to start doing stuff like this. And thank God I have this incredible support of these amazing women who um, were able to step in and do that. Um, so anyway, and, and they were there for me uh, last year too when I had to take a little bit of a leave for my health. And so um, 
you know, I think we think about those things when we start to take the risk of being an independent coach and not working yeah. for me. Um, but you never really think it's going to happen. Um, and it did. And I was very lucky to have that support system. So wow. I guess I'm proud of just having them as a network. Yeah. Yeah. I love that what you're proud of has really only, the only thing you have to do with that is that you let go and let them like come into your space. You trusted them. You put your guard down. Like yeah. otherwise you're like, thing that you're most proud of, it has everything to do with like how awesome they are. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, like I mean, that, that yeah. says a lot about you. Um, thank you. But yeah, they're, they're incredible. They're incredible. And to have that level of trust, um, yeah. you know, and that they trusted me too, right. That I wasn't going to take advantage of them or that, um, you know, that they trusted that they were going to be set up for success. And, um, so it was definitely mutual, but, um, mm. an incredible partnership. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I can't wait to see how that grows. Cause man, you guys are all just firing on all cylinders. Love it. <laughs> Some of them at the summit this year, I think. So. Oh, good, good. You're bringing everyone along. <laughs> you got to get to Omaha people. <laughs> uh, well, one fun thing that we've been doing on these interviews is we've been asking a question randomly pulled from this, this uh, dare to dialogue conversation card deck that we okay. created a strengths oriented fun questions. What? Are those Isogo branded? Yeah, yeah, we made yeah. these. Yeah, we're we're uh, excited about those. Yeah, they have you know they have their own little box and everything. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, ask me a question. Okay, and then I'll, I'll we can both answer it. Okay, okay all right. Um, let's see. Okay, is this even a thing? Okay. When this is like this is randomly selected, so well, hopefully this works out for you. <laughs> uh, when did you last sing to s yourself, and then when did you last sing to someone else? Um, <laughs> when did I last sing to myself? I mean, probably yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I think it was yesterday. Um, <laughs> this will give you some idea of how I work. Um, I I was teaching a strength session with a client, uh, and while they were doing some reflecting and thinking, I started to play some music and just put on a, one of my playlists on Spotify. And um, Sexual Healing came on. Um, <laughs> and it was that, that mix from the movie Chef. Have you? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> I think so. Um, with John Favreau, and he's got yeah. like the and so we just all started like, you know, shaking our shoulders <laughs> and like, you know, a little swing, a little, so I was singing to myself. I was singing to, you were singing, husband. it was both. Yeah. It's not something that ever needs to be recorded or heard or seen, but <laughs> we did it. You know what? And letting loose like that, it, it probably just amped the level of like going the depth in the room and people are willing to go there, you know? Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right. For me, this is a little bit, I don't know if it's a, it, it feels easier because I have kids. So we're like singing all the time because everything they do, is singing, you know? <laughs> um, but I think literally it was this morning. I like almost every morning I like wake up and I like sing some sort of a song because it just feels like it gets me connected and grounded and helps my kids get grounded and connected. So, um, so that's, that's an easier one for me. <laughs> Do you like make things up or do you have like some go-to? No, um, my husband is really good at that, like making up things. And he'll like, he has like different words for like the, the, his, his um, favorite one right now is, do you remember the, the Tiki Room at Disneyland? 
And yes. it's like the tiki, 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 tiki room. He has like this new, like all these words that have to do with all four of our kids' names. And like, awesome. yeah, it's really, oh. it's, yeah. So that's, that's the most recent um, family adapted song. <laughs> we'll tell him to get ready. He's going to have to add on some new lyrics. Um, yeah. Watch out. Cause uh, I actually was, I was thinking that very thing. I was like, I don't know how the new name is going to fit in there. <laughs> going to have to come up with a new song. Oh, that's really funny. Cool. Well, um, we are going to dive into just sharing about what your strength journey has been like. And you know, I'm, I, I, uh, in these interviews, we've been trying to paint a picture of the impact that the strengths perspective has had in our life. Not just like, Hey, these things are cool about me. And yeah, that is the way I work, but rather, okay, now that I know that this is the way that I work, what, what impact, what change, what difference has it made in my life? Um, and so uh, before we going to jump in, why don't you just, for those of us out there who have uh, understand the strengths finder language, why don't you share your top five themes with us? Okay. I have individualization. You probably already heard a bunch of them coming through. Yeah. I, well, I can. I already knew I was like, and that, and that. <laughs> individualization or later activator, futuristic and empathy. Yeah. Oh, that empathy one for some reason, it just like gets me every time when you say that at the end, I'm like, yeah. it's just, it's just always, it's just always there. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes too much, you know, yeah. you take on that maybe you shouldn't take on. But I mean, I was just catching up on my DVR and watched the finale of The Voice. And I was like, oh. <laughs> right, this person's life is going to change forever. I'm so happy for them. Um, so uh, oh, I love it. I love it. I've, I've certainly felt it and experienced it. Um, okay. So when you f first came across the strengths concept, and I know we're going to kind of chat about a few different things today. Um, mm -hmm. What, what problems were you looking to solve or encountering? Kind of what were you thinking about most in your life at that point when you first came across the strengths concept? Um, I, was, I was mostly thinking about my business. Okay. So that's one thing. I completely underestimated the transformation I would personally have. Mm. I was really thinking about my business and thinking about it as a, a product. A tool. That I could offer my clients. And um, I talked to Jamie Libro, uh, which we both know and love yep. uh, and talk to her about just, you know, Hey, it's an expensive certification. You know, it, what are the guarantees that I'll even get my money back? You know, my ROI and you know, what's included. And I had a lot of questions for her. And at the very beginning of starting my business, I was like, I don't, I actually put it on hold. I was like, I don't think I'm ready to invest that kind of money. And then she that's the amazing salesperson that she is follows up with me a year later, emails me, we get on a call. She's telling me about updates and changes. And at that point I was ready. And one of the problems that I was, I don't know if I want to call it a problem, but, um, I guess one of the solutions I was looking for was that like, I just have this like natural obsession with millennials. I'm an Xer and I love millennials. Like if someone tries to bash a millennial, like look out. Yeah. Watch out. I'm uh, right. you're for real about that. Yeah. <laughs> them. Um, I think that they can add so much value. I know they already have. Um, but I was, you know, they're one of their criticisms is that what they're always, they always want praise, right? They get the participation trophies. And I was like, well, let's harness that. Let's do strengths-based development. Let's mm. give them all the validation that's psychologically validated and let's help them use a tool that can give them a new language to be able to advocate for themselves 
in a really productively assertive way, right? Not in a whiny begging for a promotion because I did one good thing in three months kind of way that they're, it's the stereotype of that generation. Um, but I was like, I need it. We need a tool to help them. Yeah. Um, use that their natural way of being in the most productive way. And I thought strengths was going to be, I thought strengths was the perfect tool for that. Mm. And so that's when I dove into that journey in 2015. Okay. Um, so that's what I was looking to solve was just yeah. looking for a tool that would help this group of people who are now the masses. Um, and how can I help them be happy and successful and thrive um, both personally and professionally? Yeah, that's awesome. And so, okay, so you're looking for this tool, but then something happens because it, in the process of learning about this tool that you're going to use to help those millennials, what happens to you? <laughs> exactly. So what I learned very quickly in that experience was that to, to be able to teach strengths, you have to, you have to be in it. Like you've yeah. got to be immersed in it yourself. You need to be it. You need to experience it. Just like, um, when I, when I'm asked by companies to, to say, hey, can you come and teach coaching skills? Like the first thing I say to these groups of managers is to say like, the, the best way to know how to be a coach, to be a manager coach, is to know what it's like to be coached. Mm. Like to be a coachee, that is a lot of work. Yeah. A lot yeah. of work to be a coach. Like you've gotta be ready to like answer the questions and do the deep thinking and be willing to take action. And so, um, I think it was the same thing with strengths, right? To be a strengths coach, like I need to know what it's like to be in my strengths, to live in the strength zone, to know when I'm in it, when I'm not in it, um, to, to know how do I use it to advocate for myself. Right. And so I just got this, um, all of us, right? Like all the claiming and all the way back to childhood and all mm -hmm. the, stories and all the like, oh my God, yeah, I totally did use my strengths in those situations. And wow. all that validation and just um it it was the deeper I go, I said last year in a class and and I think um it was in one of the classes after the summit, I was like, the deeper I go, the more overwhelming it becomes to know mm -hmm. that I have these powers in me. Um to help myself and to help others. Um, and there's a responsibility there. Yeah. Yeah. Because you now have your, you are armed with knowledge that this is, these are, you're going to be your sharp in my world, like at your star, your sharpest points. And so yeah. you know, there's a, there's a responsibility, like, uh, like you say, a responsibility. There's a, um, there's a weight that you carry with it a little bit of like, okay, so now what I'm going to do with these things right, um, right. in my life. And, yeah. So before you got to that point, was that your, was that your first, was that your first kind of entree into the strengths world and positive psychology and all that? Or had you been thinking about this type of thing previously? No, um, we, when I worked at coach, um, we did try to bring in, um, strengths into smaller groups because it definitely was not the way the organization did performance management as we know. Most got it. And so we would work with like different high potential groups and um, make it kind of like a book club project and get together and do some activities around it. So there was probably eight years apart where I first took strengths and then got certified. Okay. Um, but it was always something that I just loved yeah. um, and was super drawn to. And it, the organization that I was working in just wasn't ready to take something like that on. Um, and then when I stepped out to start my own business to start Leadology, 
I realized I'm like, well, I'm not bound by the needs of that organization anymore. I'm going to get certified in this and I'm going to take it out into the world because this is the way it should be. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're start to dive into it. You're experiencing the depth of like, wow, these are, these are the things that I have used. These are now things that I can kind of dial in to use in on purpose in my life. So uh, what did you experience? Like what, 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 what are, what, can you maybe just give us an example of something that that's happened in your life where you've said, yeah, this is the power of understanding these things about myself really came alive. Yeah. Um, so a year ago, um, and it's just over a year, um, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer Mm. and I, I'm good. I'm fine now. So let's, I'll cut the suspense. <laughs> I'm good now. I'm good as new. Um, and I actually just had my second follow-up and so wow. um, cancer free and, um, but heading into it, it started early last year and I was having some just really low grade symptoms, um, GI symptoms. Like I was going to, to a GI doctor and, um, you know, she did all the standard tests and um, wanted, I was having like bad reflux and um, GERD and like too much information, but um, you know, she wanted to prescribe some medication yeah. and I went home and looking ahead as I do, um, I started doing some research. What's, what are the, what's the impact of long-term use of this medication? Hmm. Um, what are other ways to, you know, combat these symptoms that I'm having, what else could it be doing just some of my own research. And, um, and I went back to her and I said, look, this medication with long-term use can significantly reduce bone mass and I'm at risk for that anyway. And I, I don't want to do that. So what else can we do? Are there natural ways? Are there, um, foods I should avoid? Like what else can we explore? Like I, I needed her to be, um, curious with me. Hmm. And, um, and right away, and you'll appreciate this as, especially to have an MD say this to me. Um, she's like, yeah, she's like, I've weaned people off of those like aggressive drugs with peppermint oil. Yeah. I was like, wait, you're you're not, you know, some, I know. What? Are you sure you're not some Eastern medicine person? (laughs) <laughs> you know, it goes along with my obsession with millennials because I think it's because she was a younger doctor. Mm-hmm. She was also more open. Yeah. Yeah. So she was more open. And so anyway, so we started exploring. She's like, okay, so I'm going to give you this regimen. Uh, we'll try it out. I want you to come back. If you're still some, still symptomatic, um, we'll figure something else out. So I was so grateful that she was willing to work with me. Yeah. A couple months passed by and I felt fine, but I didn't feel 100%. And, you know, I was going to skip that follow-up appointment, but I was like, you know what, let me go. Cause I don't feel hundred percent and let's, let's see what it is. Yeah. Um, and so I did go and I said to her, like, I, you know, I've given up gluten. I've been taking the peppermint oil. I feel okay, but not great. Are you willing to still explore with me? And she said, yes. And she said, you know, I have a few other theories, you know, are you willing to go for a few more tests? And I said, yes, of course. And, um, and so one of them was an ultrasound of my abdomen and I've never been pregnant. So I've never had that. Yeah. Um, and so I got a call 45 minutes later 
before I got back to my apartment and she said, okay, everything we were looking for looks fine, but we found a tumor on your kidney. So it was completely unrelated. It was an incidental find. Zero symptoms for kidney cancer. And, um, so none of the GI stuff that you were experiencing had anything to do with nothing. nothing. And so, you know, when I was going through the GI stuff too, she told me I had celiac. So just to give you some insight into my priorities in life, when she told me I had celiac, I cried. Oh uh, yeah. I had cancer. I was like, what do we do? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Don't take bagels, please. <laughs> right. So bagels are gone for my life and now I have cancer. Uh. Um, so, um, so yeah, I mean, it was, I, I felt the, when I, when I think about it too long, I definitely get a little overwhelmed, but I think for so long, you know, we talk about strengths being a language for people to advocate for themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think about my activator, my futuristic, and usually paired together. I often talk about how mischievous those two can be <laughs> <laughs> um, just about my pace and skipping steps and, um, and you know, that word impatience that was in the definition for so long, I suddenly had this appreciation for my impatience. You know, I had that appreciation for my ability to influence, to go back to that doctor, to do my own research, to say, Hey, look, I need you to also um, be curious about this with me because I know that your like rule book, your playbook says to prescribe this medicine for this symptom. But I need a one size fits one approach, not a one size fits all approach. And, um, I, I, you know, the fact that I was able to use my voice and my talents to be able to advocate for myself and my own health. I mean, whether you have activator or not, I think everyone should be impatient about their Hmm. health. You know, I mean, our companies aren't going to do it for us. The healthcare system's not set up to do it for us. Our, Our government, you know how I feel about things today. Um, they're not going to do it for us and we have access to information. And so, you know, I was, I was, um, proud of myself that I just asked the questions and luckily had a doctor who was willing to go there with me and that we found it. And so I had my surgery. It was a stage one, um, clear cell carcinoma tumor. It was, they were able to remove it from my kidney. So I still have two working healthy kidneys. Um, I'm very, very lucky. I, um, had an amazing support system for both my friends, my family, my coworkers, um, patient clients. Um, so, you know, it was the best case scenario, Hmm. a terrible situation. And I'm very lucky that it was a pretty low drama, um, you know, version of a cancer journey. Yeah. Wow. That's just, um, that's a really powerful story and it really, uh, just kind of, I think it just, it's hit, it's hitting me how you, you didn't, you're the way that you're wired and because, and maybe even because you know that you're wired that way, right? Like there's some of it that's, it's like, well, whether we know it's our strength or not, we're just going to act like that. But there's some part of it where you bring awareness to it. Like you said, there's this responsibility, there's a little bit of a weight, but now you also have this this, this tool, this process that in your like most high stress moments, you can say, okay, I know I'm good at starting right away. I know I'm good at thinking about what's going to happen in the future. So I should probably just go do those things. Right. Um, yeah. What 
I'm curious about is as you were applying your strengths to this really personal life journey aspect of your, of, of your story, um, when did you cry? Because you've talked about like, you've talked about, I'm doing it. I'm thinking about the future. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my, you know, doctor to, to do this with me, but there's an emotional element. And we talked about empathy, like you're a sponge. So you're taking it in and how did you let it out? What, what, what did that look like? I mean, that's, that's my empathy too, because I was so thoughtful about who I was going to tell and how I was going to tell them because I was worried about them. Mm. Um, well, the first person I told was my boyfriend. And so that's, I let it out there. Mm. Um, but I waited a week because there were a whole bunch of tests that I needed to go through to confirm all this. And, um, I waited about a week before I could tell, because I, I, I can't stand like uh, having to tell the story multiple times. <laughs> so I'm like, let me get out there and gather all the, I'm going to tell one person, like, cause I need to lean on someone. I'm going to tell this one important person in my life. Um, and also the other reason why I waited to, uh, to get all the tests and have all the information to tell people at once is that my entire family works in the healthcare system. Uh -huh. um, my mom used to do mammograms before she retired. My brother's wow. here. My sister's a labor and delivery nurse, and my other sister works at an emergency vet hospital. Oh. So they all understand the language of the medical system way more than I do. And so I knew that they were going to ask me questions that I didn't have the answers to or that I didn't even understand the language. Yeah. And I was going to get overwhelmed. So I had to protect myself too. Um, but I remember having to call my mom. This might get me a little choked up. but um, So I called my mom to tell her. And um, I was like, hey, mom, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm at the casino. Some cousins are in town. Decided to get together for lunch. <laughs> I mean, you know, no better like, place. You know, we're usually texting. I don't always call her. And so um, and she's like, what's going on, sweetie? And so I had to kind of like swallow my tears a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Call me later. She's like, all right, what's going on? I was like, you know, I just, and I can't lie either. So I was like, I just want to get a date on the calendar for you to come visit. And, um, and she's like, okay, yeah, I'll call you later. And so, you know, I, I couldn't tell her then cause I might, I was too, I'm thinking too much about mm. her being out with family and trying to have fun. She's at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people do cry in casinos, but, um, I didn't want her. Not for that reason. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want her to. Um, I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to ruin her day. And so, um, so the next day I called her back and I told her about it and, um, you know, it was really, it was really hard. And then, um, that, that was what I was so worried about. You know, I just, I didn't want, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Right. Like I shouldn't, I'm an adult. Right. And so now I'm old enough and independent enough where I can be taking care of my mom where, um, you know, but I knew that I hung up the phone and I it was just like, I'm going to, you know, we'll, we'll get you here as soon as things get booked. And I got a text from my sister, my youngest sister. And, um, she, she said, you know, she's like, mom's not handling it very well. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I, I felt bad. Um, but luckily my brother was there to talk her through it, um, and explain it to her about like the process and what happens. And, um, you know, it's just, it was really hard, you know, and it, even like some of my friends, um, 
my best friend. I have my same best friends. We even have the same birthday. So that's like, Oh my goodness. That's awesome. <laughs> like extra levels of, of relator. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're from, we're from Cleveland and um, we went to the Cavs game. The Cavs were playing the Knicks and we both have a crush on the same guy, Kevin Love. And who doesn't know him? Uh, and we were at the Cavs game together again, having fun. I couldn't tell her we were a person. I couldn't tell her that I had this tumor, but we talked on the phone the next day and I told her then. So, um, you know, it's just, so yeah, that's when I cried. I cried when I had to tell people. Yeah. And then the night before my surgery, my brother told my oldest um, nephew and niece. Uh, and then I, I got text messages from them. And um, <sighs> you know, I'm supposed to be the cool aunt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that I'm supposed to be the one who, um, you know, who's like full of life. And I don't want them to ever have to worry. Um, I want to, you know, be there for all the fun things. I want to embarrass them at their weddings. I want to, um, you know, be the playful one. And so I just, I don't want them to worry. Um, and so those were the moments, you know, those relationships and, um, you know, it was, it was just, the whole thing was really overwhelming. The amount of people that, you know, came to visit me in the hospital or that came that week after. And I don't know, it was, um, it was turning the tables for sure, right? Like you like yeah. to take care of others. I mean, you totally understand that as a mom. Um, and so, you know, it was really, uh, it was, I just feel really grateful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, as you're, as you're talking, especially sharing that experience of like, like I think everyone would think, of course, this is your time to be in need, right? But yeah. you, the way that you're wired through your strengths was like, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to put that on you because I, because I can be in your shoes easily and see how you're gonna feel when I tell you, you know, I'm your your daughter, like when I, your daughter, tell you, my mom, who's I'm supposed to be taking care of you, you know, like I just think that's not that's not the common, that that's not what everybody does, that's not what everybody thinks. Like I mean, there's a lot of um, people who you know, when they experience something that's life altering, all of a sudden it's like, like, look at me, help me, you know, like, and I, and I think rightly so. Um, but it sounds also like you, you know, our strengths, as you know, like we, we give, and then so almost oftentimes we love to receive in that same way, right? Like a relator, it's like, I give one deep one-on-ones, but I also need you to give it back. Or an includer, it's like, I want to include, but I also want to be included. Um, how did that, how did that empathy aspect play out for you? Because you're talking about, you're talking about like, I, I was feeling this for them. How did, how did it feel when you kind of then got to have them feel for you. I mean, and I can, I, I hear it in your voice and I see it in your eyes. Like when you're, those kids text you, like that's speaking to the heart of, of, of who you are. Yeah. I think one thing I did learn through that was that, um, and I'm still learning, you know, I think yeah. it wasn't just that one thing, but I'm still learning in a very ongoing way. I am fiercely independent. I mean, I, I am fiercely independent and I think, um, I think 
it's not easy to be vulnerable, right? We yeah. know that. Like, I mean, I'm a, obsessed with Brené Brown's work, and like, it's not it's not easy. And we oftentimes mask vulnerability. Um, and I just, I learned that you know what? I don't think I've I'll let people be there for me the way they want to be there for me. Mm. You know, I think yeah. even I remember my first follow up appointment um, with my both my boyfriend and my best friend were like, Oh, do you want, do you want me to be there? Do you want me to be there? Just let me know. Okay. Let me know when the appointment is. Let me know. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, you don't have to be there. Like it's been, it's like a lot of waiting and you know, you have to go and there's like all the things you have to do to do the blood work and the scans and the x-rays. And then you got to go wait. And then you got, it's like, you know, and so I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And, um, and you know, and, and John was like, okay, I'm on my way. I'm getting on the train. Like he just, Ass. <laughs> He's like, just tell me when the freaking appointment is, okay? <laughs> like, okay, I'll be right there. And so I was just like, you know what, Carrie, you're such a jerk. Like, people, and it's not nice about yourself, but I'm just like, you know, people yeah. want, right? They want to be there. They want to hear what you're going through. Um, you know, and and I just I learned that, you know, and people asking like, what can I do? What do you need? And I'm like, nothing, nothing. I'm fine. And um, I think that was something that I that I learned. Yeah. Um, was just to like let people be there um, and and let that and let that in and show that you need that right um, yeah and so and I think sometimes even in some cases my empathy was dialed up too high that I wanted to like you know protect them and how is this thing that I'm going through going to make them feel yes. um, but just letting people be there for me I think was a big lesson yeah that's really huge. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so just if you were going to say kind of overarching, what's different about you and your life now that you know your strengths, you've been walking in them really significantly, you've had this really powerful experience over the past year where, like you said, you, you kind of have more time to think when you're recovering from something so major. Um, what, what do you think is different about you and your life now that you've walked in your strengths significantly? Um... You know, I, I think it requires the, it requires work. Mm. You know, I think I appreciate, I don't take for granted the, the work that it has taken to mm. deliberately go out there and gather the self-awareness and then yeah. self isn't enough. It's like, okay, now that I know this, I need to use it. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, I do think that that's the most powerful thing about strengths is that it gives people the language to be able to advocate for themselves. And mm -hmm. the more we give voice to our own strengths, we can be deliberate and intentional. And so I just, I know now that when I'm up against any stressful situations, like what it has done for my own resilience and my ability to bounce back mm -hmm. from things like cancer from just like, yeah, you know, having my morning throw off. Right. And throw right. Off. Exactly. My coffee maker broke and I don't know what to do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. And then just like, just, I was like, wait a minute, pause, think. Like, I've got tools. I, I, uh -huh. I, I, ha I know what I need to do. And it's just knowing that you, I have those strengths as this, like, reset button all the time. But you have to do the work, right? You, yeah. You, you just, you have to do the work. You've got to think about it. You got to train um, your mind to go there, right? Because it's like, it's so easy like, when something's annoying or stupid happens. It's just kind of like, 
like roll out of control, but instead, like you said, a reset button. I really like that. Like just, okay, whoa, pause, reset. Think about what I have. These are the things I can, I can use to make a different outcome for than where I was going to go. Exactly. And it's just like, you, and you feel yourself like getting triggered, right? The fight, flight, freeze, the, the stress, the, those things happening. And so I think when we pay attention to those voices in our head and some of those actions, I think, you know, I think that's why when we talk about, you know, naming and claiming and aiming, it's like, I, that stuff is really, really powerful. Yeah. Not just like a fun thing to do in a, in a, in a workshop. It's like, it's really powerful to, I remember when it hit me, I was like, oh my God, I use my strengths to save my own life. Yeah. Wow. You know, I use that activator, that thing that is like impatient. Oh, haha. Ha. It's really kind of like a sense of urgency and getting things started and getting other people started. But I use that to influence my doctor to yeah. help me figure out what was really wrong. And I think, Oh my God, you know, and that futuristic that sometimes drives people crazy and keeps you from living in the moment sometimes or appreciating what I have today, um, really served me well, yeah. served me perfectly. And so I think just being grateful for that and, um, feeling connected to my own tools and how my strengths helps me advocate for myself. Um, I know that, I'm even more confident when I can say that to, you know, clients for work or for Yeah. Life. Yeah. You're like, look, I've just lived it. I just realized that because of the way that I'm wired, I influenced my doctor to do something that she wasn't going to do. I mean, just think if you would have just gone on that medicine, maybe, I, you know, yeah. taking away your things, you're like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. No ultrasound. I mean, you know, connectedness for me is like, well, I can see the other side, like how this could have gone, you know, like yes. just, um, that is very, really powerful. Yeah. I mean, I, I got the chills when you said I, my strengths saved my life. I mean, and I don't think that's being melodramatic. I mean, I really understand that to be true for you. Yeah, it's, I totally agree. And I know it's taken me this long to be able to talk about it too. So um, thank you for giving me the space to do that. Cause I do think it's a powerful story. Um, I think it's one that when I'm ready, I can bring to my audience um, you know, in, in a way that I think can serve them. Yeah. Um, but thank you for letting me do it here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thanks for opening up and your coach, your coach would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, is there anything, um, encouragement or advice that you would just leave um, everyone with today, just kind of on your own personal experience. What what can you say with someone who can kind of resonate with um, with with what you've been talking about today? Um, I th I think just I think it's just just do the work. Like appreciate, really appreciate those things that are right about you. And I know that we we talk about that all the time, but just. Like, just know that you've got those tools inside of you. Pay attention to them. Savor them. Like, just think about, like, you know, wow, yeah, I did get over that tough thing. Wait, how did I do it? Just, it takes not more than a minute. Yeah. You know, at the very least, um, to, to make it that daily habit and just, you know, pay attention to how you're using those things that are naturally in you so that when you do hit a roadblock or some kind of challenge you can pull all that stuff mm -hmm. forward with you um 
you know, to, to be your power. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you, if you, if you haven't, if you haven't done the work when the challenge comes, you're not going to be ready. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. this phrase that I like to, um, that I like to, that I learned that I like to share in this. It's kind of a mindfulness phrase, but it's, um, practice noticing. Mm. Like pra- practice noticing, like practice noticing yourself, right? How are you feeling? What is your energy feeling like? How are you reacting or responding to something? But also practice noticing in others. Like yeah. really, it's a real um, practice and mindfulness and, and presence, I think. But it's to, it's a little bit of a mantra, practice noticing. Practice noticing so that when then the challenge comes, you're ready because you've noticed. Yeah all along the way, what it's, what you're wired for and what it would take to get past this like very significant challenge. So, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you, Carrie so much for, uh, bringing your whole self today for bringing your, um, your real story and how, um, understanding and knowing the strengths perspective and your strengths, um, in particular, um, have truly impacted, uh, your life in a significant way beyond all the things that we, we, we talk about in you know in our in our work and in our businesses and the ROI and all these things, but when it comes down to it, it's like, man, life, right? Life matters, and so, um, you've just shared some of the most important parts for us. So, thank you for sharing that journey with us, and um, hopefully, there'll be another time for us to connect. Yes, definitely. I can't wait to give you a big squeeze when I see you in Omaha. Yes. Gosh, it's like right around the corner. I know, very soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, bye, Carrie. Thanks, Becky. Doesn't Carrie's story provide so much hope for what's possible when we understand ourselves and truly advocate for ourselves? I can't tell you how many times I just like, I got the chills as she spoke and she shared her journey just, just straight from her heart. You can get to know more about Carrie over on LinkedIn or at her company page at getleadology.com. You can also catch up with the Hive Collective that she's a part of in New York City by following at Hive Collective NYC on Instagram. And we'll put those links over in the show notes on the blog post as well. And just like Carrie, you can be a part of creating thriving lives, families, and workplaces across the entire world because When you orient your mind towards what's strong about you and about the people around you, great things happen. (laughs) And hey, also, could you help spread the message? If you believe in the strengths perspective or part of you was impacted by this interview today, would you head over to iTunes and leave a rating? That's the thing with the little stars. (laughs) And if you're feeling inspired, a short review there would be so helpful too. So thanks so much in advance for that. I'm glad that you were here today to hear how others have fueled significant changes in their lives by focusing in on their strengths. And I hope that you join me for more next time on Isogo TV.